0: the ask leaders reading podcast with jeff barton my name's tanya douglas and i am interim head teacher of chase community school in north london and tanya great to speak to you and your titles uh,
1: for the books you want to talk about are all fiction i think don't they
0: they are yes
1: so you like reading stories basically which is what i as an english teacher did for many many years
0: Yes, pretty much. There's enough. There's enough non-fiction out there to keep us all entertained and and engaged in life. And sometimes that fiction taking you away and that you you know that creativity around it is 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 my genre.
1: Absolutely. So let's take the first title, which is one which will be familiar to people. To Kill a Mockingbird. Tell us why why you've chosen this.
0: I mean To Kill a Mockingbird is my go-to book. It's one that really influenced me in my childhood and it's one that when things when the chips are down I go back to this book. I think living Living through the eyes of kind of Scout and Jem and Finch and those kind of long summers and all of the antics they got that they got up to really kind of reminds me of, of those hot young summers in my childhood. And I think that innocence of a child where, you know, their views of the world where race, for example, is not loaded with stereotypical, you know, assumptions that we get from discrimination and socialization. I think there's just such an innocence in that book that I'm drawn to and I always come back to
1: and when you say you come back to is it a book which you you read a kind of defining period of your life and then you do return to or what
0: yeah I think it was a book that that I read when I was in my my teens probably in my secondary years actually and it's a book that I think when I'm down and you just need that pick me up it's People may not understand that because some of the themes in the book are are challenging and those kind of themes around racism are challenging themes. But actually, um, that innocence of of Scout and although it's not about that kind of white hero complex with Atticus Finch Finch sort of bowling in and, and, and saving things, actually, there is a real innocence and justice that comes through the book that helps me sometimes when things when times are down. It's
1: interesting listening to you, because I think there will be some people who think that fiction is complete kind of light relief that you read it because mm. you want to just have stories. But what you're saying yes. is that actually it grounds you in principles and ethics and the way you behave. That's what you're implying from Mockingbird*, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think that, that, you know, is that kind of moral principle decision-making. And I think as leaders and, and the roles that we play um, as leaders... It's, it's really important and humbling that we come back to those principles and integrity and those ethics. And I think this is one that, that is a good one for me. And I know many other people um, to come back to.
1: Well, it's a great, it's a wonderful choice, a lovely choice. Now, what's your, your second book then, Tanya?
0: So my second book is The Colour Purple by Alice Walker. And it's an interesting one, Jeff, because this book, uh, I came to at the same sort of period of life, probably my, my later teens is when I first stumbled across this book.
1: Yeah, and it's quite a gritty book, isn't it? Because there was a film of it which I think sanitised it a little bit. But yes. the actual original novel is pretty gritty. Uh, I, I, and The reason I mention that is I bought it uh, for my mother as a birthday right. present when she was you know, kind of 70, and she was terribly right. shocked
0: yeah, by some yeah. of the things. So give us, give us a flavour of what the book's about. I mean, the book is uh, in the form of letters, actually, and so the reason why the book really grips me, and if you're you're not a kind of keen reader, it's these pockets of letters that always start "Dear God." So the main character is Seely, and really, it's about her struggle and overcoming adversity in a time in America where the kind of impact of slavery was still still you know really seeping through society, and it's you know she went through huge adversity. She was raped. She got pregnant. She was separated by a from her sister, she lived in poverty, and it was really her struggle to kind of find herself through this book and through these letters.
1: And uh, when did you read that? I mean, what kind of stage of your life was that?
0: I would say that was in my late teens. I read this book, and again, it's one that I regularly come back to. And like you, Jeff, I, I watched the film um, starring Oprah Winfrey and Whoopi Goldberg. And what was beautiful about, about about the film is it kind of brought the characters to life. I think sometimes when uh, films books are made into movies, it doesn't always do justice for that book. But I think there was a real beauty um, and a matching of the, the literature with the film.
1: No, I think your your point about beauty is exactly right, because what Steven Spielberg brings is a kind of visual beauty to a book yes. which actually had more kind of graininess. And I, yeah. I just remember watching the film thinking, you know, I enjoyed the film a lot, but we lost a yes. lot of what was actually a very powerful, gritty story about what it was like for those those women in that context.
0: I think you're right, Jeff. I think you are right. And it's one, I need to reread the book. I haven't read it for a couple of years, actually, but I think you are right there. I think the book always does give you that extra depth that films don't always do justice to.
1: And your final choice is, is a book which is literally sitting on my desk now, which my son, Nick, uh, gave me, um, who's not a massive Massive reader. And also it's a Booker Prize winner, I think, isn't it? And Booker Prize winners sometimes are things that we want to have read but don't enjoy reading because they're kind of hard work. But I think you're going to say this is a book well worth all of us reading.
0: Absolutely, Jeff, you need to pick this book up. The interesting thing about um, my book choices, I was very much influenced by African-American authors in my younger sort of um, childhood and teens. I think it was the availability really of um, British black authors. And I think as I've got older and kind of my understanding of text has has developed, um, I've stumbled upon this amazing book and she's an Anglo-Nigerian author, um, Bernadine Evaristo. And the book is called Girl, Woman, Other. And what's
1: the, what's the essence? What, what is it saying? What's the story it's telling?
0: So the book is 12 short stories, so it's based on 12 women. So you've got these five chapters, and each short story is about a black woman, and somehow each of these women are connected. Uh, the main character at the start is a woman called Amma, and what really intrigues me by her character is she's a black lesbian. I think what happens with her character is, by reading the book, it really does kind of... Um, the assumptions that some cultures and community have around black females and sexuality, I think it's an amazing way of challenging some of those stereotypes, but it's the connectedness of the different characters in these short stories. And at the end, there's a absolutely amazing plot twist where one of the um, women, they're all black, but there's one white woman in the story. And there's a plot twist that actually links her to some of the other characters.
1: Oh, it sounds, sounds intriguing and really good. And thank you so much, Tanya Douglas, for your choices, which are uh, kind of compelling, really interesting. And um, the way you've explained them also has been uh, just fascinating. So thank you very much indeed for your time.
0: Thank you, Jeff.
1: Thanks very much. ASCL. Askell.